This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Something traffic wise. Um, not to look at traffic. Wow. Alright, let's start out in the west this time. All routes out of Dingo Martin, including Dingo Martin, main road is heavy. Out of Maraval, still heavy. Mon Coco Road onto the saddle, still heavy. Dragon Village, Lower Santa Cruz coming down to San Juan. You got some traffic there this morning and uh Side. Lady Young Road coming down Lady Young Road. Let's head out east, see what's going on there. Uh, yeah, Piaco to Yui. Trin City Central Road is heavy. Eastern Maynard going to Takarigua, Page through St. Augustine. You got some volume. Uh, by Champlain, by the Uriah Butler Highway. You got a traffic up until pretty much uh, Mobile Junction. Let's head down south, make our way up north, see what's going on there. San Fernando, ooh, lighter than usual. That's going to change a little bit. Little volume going to Roselag. The creek is clear. All right, Riverland Road is beginning to build. You got your traffic this morning just after Chicaguanas as you head northbound. All right, after Chinchin Road and the Southern Main Road, Ibis Gardens traffic, and there till Kira. All right. Wow. Okay. Let me get on to the Chicha Roosevelt Highway. All right, so gentlemen, let's get the results of our morning poll, shall we? Yes, we shall. Of course, this morning we asked you, are you seeing a positive difference um, in the TTPS since Ola Christopher took over? Yes or no? We had 20 people saying yes and two said no. 20 people said yes, they are seeing that difference. Two said no. Well, I'm seeing a difference, a positive difference. I am. I don't think it's coincidental either. Mm. So, mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I think the Police Service Commission is due to deliver their list soon. I don't know if Miss, Miss Christopher... I think her name is Hayward Christopher, so I think it's Mrs. Christopher. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, a candidate, but we'll see how I it goes. I know she was last one. I don't know if she's a candidate in this one. 
she was on the last list. She was on the last. She had applied for the job the last time. Yeah. I don't know if she applied this time again. I think she, she did. She, you know. she, I think she, she did. did. Mm -hmm. yeah, she may also be approaching retirement, but as Richard said, yes, it's a contracted job, so she a is contract April, position. She is. She is turning sixteen May. Yeah. I so think it's April or May this year. But but that, that doesn't that doesn't preclude her from being, if chosen. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Because yeah, so we'll see how it goes. But I, I'm seeing a better police presence. I'm seeing um, more successful operations. And stuff like that. He yeah. said he got a message from Mr. Rahman. I, yeah, I did. I, I'm going to get him shortly. And let, and let me put it on record. I never said any elections were rigged. Yeah. Richard suggested we, that we, an idea be time. All right, let, let's call him. I'm not getting okay. on it. That was he upset about? Let me, I'm not getting I, on it, Kevin. I, I, I wouldn't Anna, say he's upset so. either. I said that he, this, the message. I don't think we need to call him. We spoke to him last week. No, but we were, we were speaking, commenting this morning. And, and I spoke about the, the newspaper article and you jokingly said i said jokingly uh, paul are you saying elections are rigged and i gave the time i never any in any time said the elections were rigged well the only thing we could be calling him about is the article that you read well yeah so, well what the message steve sent to me well he's online now you, that paul was suggesting that the B pb TT elections are rigged. Can I begin an opportunity to respond? No one said that. Richard asked a question and, and there was no answer. Morning, Andrew. Good morning, yes. Good morning, Thanks Mr. Rahman. Give me an opportunity. Absolutely. Hello? Go ahead. Hold on, let me just pick up my. Mm hmm. Like this phone rig now. Right, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, Mr. Yeah. Rahman, good morning. Yes. And did you hear me say that the elections were rigged? No, what I said is that I got okay. a call from the UK mm -hmm. and that you, Rich, you were talking about something and Richard asked if he was, if you were suggesting that. So you were talking something that sounded like that and I wanted an opportunity to hear what you were saying. No, I didn't. I, I didn't say any. I did not say anything like that. Let me start with that. Yeah, the person in the UK clearly being mischievous. Yeah. To suggest no, that we no, did. It's from a Guardian newspaper article this morning, which spoke yeah. about uh, a, a, a deadline you received from other members of the board, and that you you um you said who is them to quote unquote who is them to give me a, a deadline. I have I'm the only legal knowledge, etc., etc. Do you remember that quotation? Something to that effect, yes. Right. That is what I read out. So whoever in the UK either misinterpreted or being mischievous. And then Richard asked that about the elections and Paul, are you suggesting the elections were rigged? And I gave the time and I moved on quickly. Right. So whoever in, whoever called you in the UK making mischief and back and out. Mm -hmm. Right. So any concern, the, the concern you had was with, but I am saying that the, the people that gave this letter are the four appointed members, the four selected members of the council. Recording in progress. And they are promoting themselves to be the council because I got a call from Carissa Lee stating that she got a call from the council. Mr. Ahmed, yeah. just go back and give some context for those who may not know what you're talking about, please. Sorry? 
let's go back and give a little context as to why the letter came and who it came from so people who may not know will have okay. some context. So the letter came from four selected members of the council, which is a minority. There are six elected members of the council. We are elected by our peers and given a mandate from our peers. The selected members are given a mandate from the appointers. And the appointers are the medical council and the minister of health. So I was disputing that that was the council. The council is comprised of 10 members, and it is always operating Section 7 by meetings and by a majority of the council. So the persons that are writing and saying that they are the council are four appointed members of the council. In my mind, beholden to their appointers. I am beholden to my elected membership, the, the members that elect me, which are about 500 pharmacists on, a, on average year. Well, that's the information that we're asking for. I think one of the bits of information, anyway, about how many registered members are pharmacists in the country as of as 2022. And other, I guess other bits of information based on the article, which is in the Guardian and, newspaper, and, by the way. Right. And, and so, one issue is that the persons who are appointed, the two persons who are appointed, there's nothing wrong with it in the law. But other governments have said, when you face the electorate and you are rejected by the electorate, I know Mr. Manning's approach was that, when you are rejected by the electorate, he will not put you in the Senate. So these two appointees of the yeah, but that's not law, eh? That's not law anyway. I said, I said it is not law, and I mm. know the PNM now mm. does it. But I am saying there was still some merit in what he was saying, that these two appointees, one of whom the police has had to come and remove from a meeting. Eh? The police came to remove him from, from a meeting for threatening me. Right now we have an issue of inciting violence against me. There is a WhatsApp group where somebody said, I call his name, I don't want to call his name, where he said, he's subject of an investigation, that the only way to remove me is by going to court or violence and proceeded to explain why going to court was not the preferred, preferred option. Oh, father, well, I don't know how they are how people are behaving like that. I am behaving like myself, and people are inciting violence against me in a WhatsApp group with 500 pharmacists, you know. You give option A, court, option B, violence. And state after why court is not a preferred option. So I have to right now we have an issue where we have an we need an emergency meeting to appoint a secretary. And the appointers are saying to me that they need seven days notice in a court in accordance with something in the law. Section thirty one does require seven days notice for a meeting. You know what meeting is that? For a meeting of the board. Meetings of the council are dealt with in Section 7, which have no notice, no notice requirement. And why did they acknowledge, why did they accept an appointment? And they don't have time for a 10-minute emergency meeting. Now, what, when I told them that 
there's no seven-day requirement. But there's this urgency because we have to get pharmacy licenses will expire at the end of this month, you know. But so didn't the minister, two questions. One, didn't the minister give an indefinite stay on the, the expiration on that? No, he gave an in, he gave an indefinite stay on the expiration of practicing certificates of pharmacists. He omitted totally to deal with the any stay of the pharmacy license. But the problem with changing that has to do with the fact that that is in the in the act. I have to double check that part. And in the act, it would in, in, involve amendment, not where a minister could just make a regulation. So I am trying to get this meeting. And when I inform them that they are wrong about the seven-day notice and put a meeting for last night, the, minister, the, um, the, mem- the medical board appointee, not Dr. Singh, he is the one who said he wanted seven days. Said to me, "My second, the second question is based on all of this. Is this board functioning properly? Well, we need a secretary to function properly. And the no, in addition to the secretary, given the, the level of what I um, process to be a lot of discord, right. is it functioning properly? Well, it is impossible to function properly." when members pay $12 a month to be a pharmacist. So there are issues that are subject to impossibility because, and when pharmacies now pay $70 a month to be a pharmacy. So there are certain things, in fact, there's everything requires some money to do, most things. So it, it cannot function properly. Look, we were win. Just before you go on, the, the, I, mm. I saw the minister making a comment in Parliament, I don't want to misquote him, that increasing those fees, clearly there's an, uh, 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 and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, an uh, interpretation that you know, these fees need to increase to, for the board to be able to do what it needs to do and have funding to do it, that it needs some sort of legal process to do that. Is that correct? No, the legal process is less than what was done to in to extend indefinitely extend the life of the of the of the practicing certificates the legal process is simpler it is the minister has to change a schedule in this case he was able to change a provision in a regulation in i think within some hours he said it was so the practicing certificate is different from the pharmacy license yes so the practicing certificate is affixed to the pharmacist's ability to legally practice after the 14th of January. And the, the license pharma- is to practice as a pharmacist in Trinidad and Tobago. Is the, it is illegal to have a premises that is used as a pharmacy and not licensed as such by the pharmacy board. So, the, the, so the, that license is expired or up, soon to be expired? Is up that what you're saying? At the end of the month. But we have, as, as a responsible body, without money to employ staff to do it in a particular time, has, will not go to court and prosecute someone for not giving them something that we were responsible for giving because of the deficiencies of the income. 
And mind you, I would have given information even that the joint select committee that they had, I think that is what the minister is funding do, was an illegal... The parliament lawyers, I, I, think, I hope they went to the parliament lawyers so that, gave illegal, wrong information on the legality of that um, JSC. Because a JSC under the section they quoted, I think some section 41, I don't know if it was of the House of Representatives, I have to double check that one. And I said it to Varma Dial Singh, and he tried for me not to go ahead. And Jennifer Butti's primer said, No, I want to hear what Mr. Raman has to say. That these committees, they gave a list of what the parliament is authorized to inquire into. I can't remember all, but the two that I know that did not apply to us, but none applied, was that they are for committees, they are for entities that the government funds, fund them. We have never received, in, received sorry, in 62 years half of one black cent from the government. Never. And they are also for entities where the minister, any minister, appoints more than 50% of their members. But, the but JFC can also uh, invite non-state funded entities who can either agree or disagree to come and give evidence, you know. So I did say I was there out of respect for this parliament. I did say so. So then how, are, they, how, how, is the, how are the parliament lawyers giving inaccurate information if they, if they invited you and you came voluntarily? No, no. I'm saying they are giving wrong information because they established if there's something going on in, about pharmacy and they want information, they can invite me. I am talking about the establishment of a joint select committee. There are certain laws about who will uh, be... And what was this specific committee inquiring about that you say is, is ultra-virus or you're suggesting is ultra-virus? It was inquiring about the operation. I forget the exact wording, but it was the operations of pharmacy, of the pharmacy. I don't even think it was the board. The operation of pharmacy in Trinidad and Tobago. Not pharmacy. And why is that ultra-virus if it's not inquiring about the board? If... if 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 pharmacies are an, no, it, if it, some it, part it, of the operations of pharmacies may impact the national population negatively, why can't it inquire about it whether people come voluntary and decide they're not coming or not? I need to say I need us to remember what was the title of it. But the title of it dealt with pharmacy board and it, it, it was an inquiry into pharmacy board. And I'm saying that the pharmacy board is not funded by the government. One, it says should two, not be subject to a, to a GSC. No, because we report to our members. Right. Well, that's fine. I, I get that, but but I, I have to see the title of the of the inquiry to right. make and a determination. Secondly, secondly, the other thing that would cause us to fall within the ambit of being it being legal to establish a GSC is that the 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 minister involved must be the appointer of at least fifty percent of the membership of the council. Of that board, well, it's already the council, and our minister appoints twenty percent of the board. He appoints two out of ten. There was one other thing that was, I think, kind of closely related, but it was it was not, it was not. So the, that establishment um, was illegal, and I said so. But I said that out of respect for the parliament, I went. Now, I, I want to go back to the funding issue yes. and, and whether or not 
what process needs to be followed to because clearly there's a need is, is do you, you think that do you think there's a need to increase those uh remittances from pharmacists to the board right is that correct yes because yes because the the cost that right what process needs to be followed to do that the minister needs to wake up the same way he wake, wake woke up to change that to extend the life he needs to wake up any morning he wishes and change it so so it can be changed until the minister gives the changes the regulation no, to change see, it. Is that what you say? That saying? is one of the issues that is one of the, no it cannot. And I was clear in my requesting voluntary funding from members since the minister is not considering the adjustment of the fee. What what do you mean by voluntary funding? We this is what it's causing is what you know what it's causing is whole for what do you mean by voluntary funding? That the pharmacy board asked its members, in view of the fact that they pay the cost of a snow cone with slight milk to the pharmacy board every month, the cost of a snow cone with slight milk, you know, and in view of the fact that the minister and successive ministers over the past 20-something years has not moved the fee from that cost of a snow cone because, of course, we must remember that nothing in Trinidad and Tobago the world went up. What do you mean by voluntary funding, Mr. Rahman? So, so, the, so the pharmacy board asked members to voluntarily contribute $50 a month to the, to, towards the expenses, meeting the expenses of the board. That is, what that I is in addition to the legally no binding in funding, the, the, no 12, yeah. the 12 or $20, whatever it is, yeah. right? $12, in addition so you're asking that, them to contribute an additional $50? $50 a month, which is the cost of a box of Panadol Ultra. Right, you keep making board. these analogies that are not necessary. Right, right? Okay. we know the box of a Panadol, yes. $50. And, and what so has much. the membership response been to that? Um, so much contributed that we were able to, with their existing fees, Pay off $237,000, in fact, $250,000 in arrears of rent. But there are just some who went to the minister. He said people came to him and told him something different. People came to him and told him that their certificates were being pre present, prevented from being issued if they did not pay the $50. And also came and told him that I increased the fee. I was clear as a lecturer in UE for 29 years on pharmacy law. I could not increase the fee. But the fact that it has not been increased doesn't take away the fact that the pharmacy board expenses have gone up since 1999. So in but, minister, of that, but, but, but Mr. Rahman, the Minister of Health, I think in an article... Um, earlier this week or late last week, said that he's not in. He does not have the responsibility to raise that fee. Is he? What? what and I know you. Are, no, I, I no, know in a previous interview, say? you said it's him. It's he that has to raise it. Yes, yes. But, Section, but you saw that article, Section. right, where he said that he is not responsible. No, I know what he said. He was not responsible for at some point with the Business Guardian is the issuing of pharmacy licenses. But he omitted to say that the minute, while 
the pharmacy license, in fact, the ambit of the pharmacy board. He omitted to say that every pharmacy needs four licenses from his ministry to operate. The antibiotic license, the narcotic license, and the control license. Now, I'll just read it. Section 47.1 of the Act says the minister may, by order, after consultation with the pharmacy board, amend the schedules. This is Section 47.1 of the Pharmacy Board Act. And the fees are in Schedule 2 of the regulations of the Pharmacy Board regulations. So every time he says he's not responsible for something, I am able to show he is, his ministry is responsible for the issuing of antibiotic, narcotic, control, and pesticide licenses to pharmacies. So the pharmacy board is in fact responsible for one license, but the Ministry of Health is in fact responsible for issuing of four licenses to pharmacies. And every year, I get enough help to get these licenses for pharmacies. But yet I am being vilified for not issuing licenses. The, the, so a lot of this, these issues, in your opinion, surrounds funding? Is that what you're saying? Surrounds, so so yes. So, so, so you have, you have so the so present funding. requirements. You have the $50 voluntary payment. You have the yes. $200 extra dollars to process part of it. Where does it no, end? The, two, the $200 is a voluntary fee that some use and some don't use. A lot of voluntary fees there, though. But when the cost of a pharmacist's license is $12 a month, there will be a lot of voluntary fees. And I, I could make no apologies for that because things have gone up since 1999 when we got these fees of $12. So no, no apologies whatsoever for seeking voluntary fees because the ministers who are responsible, not only this one, going back and back and back, totally refuse to increase it. And my suspicion is because somebody would say they can't get CDAP medication and I would confirm that they can't get it after the minister is contacted by the press and says, we have all CDAP. I get... So you think a lot of this is a personal agenda against you? Is that what you're suggesting? Well... There is a drug advisory committee in the ministry. You could imagine that a drug advisory committee does not have a pharmacist on it, a druggist. You know why? Because after disputing with the minister that pharmacies were not being paid for the last nine months, I was taken off the committee, you know, and other committees in the ministry. So you're saying a lot of this is surrounding people's personal feelings toward you? Because I, the minister has his constituents to represent in Valsena, St. Joseph, and I have my constituents to represent being the pharmacist. And when I advocate for them to get their monies owed from the government, when I advocate for them to get the medication to dispense to the public, I mean, I had a... a, a I had a... A PBR passed to do my duties. That was taken away after 
So you're suggesting you're, you're being victimized because you're advocating on an, on ongoing, on an, on, on an ongoing basis. Because so where is this I, going to end? I'm not, How is this going to be resolved, if at all? Everyone doing their duty, as I am doing, and not using, because in the drug inspector division uses their government paid job to stymie the issuing of licenses every year without realizing that the result of it redounds to the citizens. This is why I keep fighting, you know. The citizens inability to get their life-saving medications and some people will die because i want to go back to this issue of the licensing of pharmacy premises is that what it is yes as pharmacies yes and that is coming to that is expiring at the end of this month right what happens in that case if that is not resolved absolutely nothing just like absolutely nothing happened for the past 62 years of the pharmacist practicing syndicate like um, expiring on January the 14th. Because of a lack of manpower, the pharmacy board has never been able to complete it in time. And not only that, most pharmacies don't apply in time in an event. Now I'm talking about if if the minister has extended the practice license, is that correct? Yes. Practice certificate. But I am just saying. But the license for the premises are expiring at the end of this month, barring some sort of intervention. What right. happens if a pharmacist dispenses pharmaceuticals from that location if the license has expired past that point? Well, the pharmacy board is the one to prosecute him for doing so. And we will not prosecute him for doing so if the pharmacy board, it is an untenable situation in court, to say, I am, the pharmacy board is responsible for X. We didn't do X for Y, pharmacy, and we are not bringing him to court for not having X. So it's the responsibility of the pharmacy board to take up yes. that prosecution yes. if that person flouts the law? Just like it was for the practicing syndicate. So and it's not a state-administered like prosecution. The board no, administers no, that regulation, yes. that regulation yes. of that sector. Yes, yes. So if the board, pharmacy board, fails to allow people to, to practice without the practice certificate and the premises license, it can do so? Because, and it, Richard would know, it happens in the law association all the time. Lawyers are not given their practicing certificates in time because it is a process administered by the registrar of the Supreme Court. And 19 lawyers on the Council of the, of the Pharmacy, on the Council of the Law Association, found a way just to leave it in abeyance until it is done. And this is the law of the land that no one shall practice dispensing pharmaceuticals without a practice certificate and a... Yes. Pharmaceutical license, pharmacy license for their premises. Yes. That's the law of the land, yes. right? Yes. But yes, the it is. Board will allow them to continue based on the challenges. Yes. If we get funding. Are you confusing me? Yes. And we can employ enough to do it in time. When there are some things that are subject to impossibility of the law, you know. Like 
employing 10 people to do it in time for its deadline with $12 a month from pharmacists. Mind you, the, the, the nursing association has the same provision to increase the, that the minister must increase it. They increased their own some years ago from $100 to $200. And I did not even know that until this happened. The nurses are such a well-behaved bunch. They, they so saying pharmacists are not a well-behaved bunch? I said already, they are hooligans. Those pharmacists are hooligans? Those that threatened to burn down my house in a meeting, I said as a hooligan. Those that pace up and down while I am conducting chairing a meeting in a menacing fashion and will not take their seat, hooligans. That same person was who was pacing, threatened to fight and beat me in a meeting. And that is the person who the minister has imposed on us as his appointee. They are trying to get me right now in a particular place to have a meeting. They are refusing to do a Zoom meeting. Although I am telling them that there's the ministers appointees and the medical board appointees. They are members on the council with comorbidities. And with the increasing COVID cases, they do not wish to risk their lives to come to meetings. The only conclusion I can draw is that given this violence issue against me, is that I am being lured to a particular place at a particular time, you know. So you feel your life is in danger, that you're suggesting? Given that WhatsApp message, and given the fact that it has been threatened to burn down my house already, it has been threatened to fight and beat me, and the police have to come and eject that minister's appointee from a meeting. But have the, those threats been engaged by the police? Yes, I am waiting on a call because there's a charge of inciting violence against someone. Mr. Rahman, you, you know, you kept harping, eh? and I've been listening, on the minister's appointee. Um, as if to tie the minister in with this, these threats and so on. With you. I, I, I don't know if, if the other no, guys... No, 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 no. So I, why, why then I are you... Why then are you why then are you because, happy on, because, on him as the minister? I do not. I do not think it is correct to expose me to somebody who has been threatening me and threatening me by being appointed after having been continuously rejected by the electorate, which is not illegal, as you said. I do not think it is fair to a minister to send that kind of individual to represent him on a council because of the risk possibly to my life and limb. Right. So is the minister aware of these threats and all these and the police reports? Well, so? well, he has to do his due diligence. In the, everybody else is aware that he was put out of the meeting by police. Eh? Mm -hmm. Police ejected him from the pharmacy board compound after hearing his side and my side. Are there so charges against not, him? I'm not going to ask that. Not at this point. But I, I think it is... I mean, I don't want to prejudice what the police will do. But the police is examining, at this point, the, threat, the, the, the suggestion that only violence will remove me. Right. So how long, how long has these, have these threats been made against you? 
So because because well, I'm I'm, a, I'm assuming I'm assuming by to... by virtue of what you're saying that you were threatened and all these things came up and then the minister still appointed him. I'm assuming that's how that's the sequence. Yes, the, the 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 recent one with the violence in the WhatsApp group, which I have a screen pick of, which I sent to Carissa Lee, that was by somebody different. After the minister, we're talking about the person you're identifying as the minister's appointment, right? So, all those things were before, all those things mm. were before, and he was never charged. No, no, he was never charged, he's not being charged. So, no, then there's nothing charged. to preclude him to stop the minister from appointing, reappointing the person, nothing whatsoever. But oh. I would think he is, he is given my given what he has been displaying. I don't know if that is the epitome of a pharmacist because the minister chooses the top the top crop. Usually they have would have they would have distinguished themselves in some fear. But he distinguished himself in in threatening violence against the president on an ongoing basis. Well I don't know that's a fair statement mm -hmm. in an overall sense. Well 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 it was done twice that that I could recall, and one was sufficient for the police to assess. That and as when that, how long ago was this? Yeah. How long was the investigation ongoing? Say again. Presuming there's an investigation, how long has it been ongoing? Well, about two, I think it was made a day after, and in a bid to contact the correct people, I would have been in contact with the police, maybe. Two to three days after. So but how long, was how long ago was this? About four days ago. Okay. Four so days it's, ago. It's, so it's a recent incident. Okay. Yes. You are very recent. This last week he posted that they should do violence against me. So but, well, but they, he posted that the only way to remove anyway, the police should investigate. I I still trying to I still trying to I still trying to come up with the theory that you're making. That he has been then this way, and the minister appointed. Is that that the minister appointed him yesterday, or day before? The if this incident happened four days ago? No, 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 no. The, this is a different incident and a different person. The violence four days ago one. The one I am flagging right, is I the one where some some time ago, this individual threatened me to fight and beat me in a meeting. And it is, it is after, the facts are, it is after these activities were displayed by him, he was appointed by the Minister of Health. So this person allegedly threatened you on two occasions? Well, the police would remove the word allegedly. Well, I, I can't, because I wasn't there. Right. Accepted. Accepted. So, and how long ago was this first alleged incident? I would say more than a, more than a year ago. And that ago. also engaged the attention of the police, since you, you alleged you were threatened? No. The one that engaged... Yes, the one that engaged the attention of the police, where, where he threatened to fight and beat me. That is the one that the police... At the meeting? The yes, that is the one that the police... And what came out of that a year ago, from a year ago? No, well, there were no charges to be pressed, you know. I wanted to continue my meeting without the alleged... without the threats from the person. And the request was not to press charges. The request was to eject him from the meeting. So that okay. Conduct All right. the meeting. So now that this second alleged threat has taken place, you've 
engage the police to take it further if they can. Yes. Okay. All but right. Well, second, I think we run it. But we, this second threat is a is a sep, is a different person. Is a different person, no. But right. that's, that's what I. Well, you're confusing me now. No, I I got it out in He didn't he didn't press for the first person to be charged. So the minister had no reason not to appoint that person. One. And then now there's a recent threat from somebody else four days ago. So that one is also engaging. That's so why I don't understand how this new one could have been impacted, could have impacted the minister's choice. Yeah. No, I raised that in relation to you all saying hooligan. <laughs> when you call them a hooligan, it has to come with some sort of legal binding. No, you, be, you, you have hooligan behavior. Threatening violence to remove a democratically elected president. I think I am on okay ground. I mean, I can't use another synonym. But well, you, you, are the, you are the attorney. I am not. Mr. Rahman, right. thank you for your time yes. this morning. Yes, thank you for having me. I hope you were able to clarify what you wanted clarified. Yes, I and think the, so. And the person in the UK misinformed you. No, read Steve's messages and you'll see what I said. This is. So you'll just get okay. it. I, I just got what Steve right. sent, unless Steve no. altered the message, right. which Let him forward. I don't think so. Okay, yeah. thank Let you very much. It. Okay, thank you. Right. Recording stopped. You can go and drink some coffee. I'll come back just now. Yeah, Mukachino, pass one across here. Mm-hmm. I can do it one of those. All right, nine minutes before the hour of eight o'clock. All right, so let's let's come back to to the wheelchair issue at Piaco International Airport. Yes, yes, of course. I think Paul would have sent this. Paul would have sent this a couple of weeks ago. Um, no, last last Friday, week. Last week. Last week Friday, mm-hmm. that immigration cracks down on families using wheelchair passengers to skip the line, mm-hmm. and I I've been talking about that. Um, well, we have all been talking about that, but me in particular because I'm see I've seen it grown mm-hmm. to almost twenty passengers on one of the flights that I was on recently. So much so, one of the ladies when they wheeled her up to the to the thing. This was in JFK. She got out of her chair, she walked by the cafeteria, she walked, so she come back, she walked, she pick up the bag, she put the bag, her, her luggage, on the seat and squeeze in next to it, and then wait for them to come back for her. But, see, but she clearly don't, didn't need a wheelchair, because she was bending over, she was walking about, she was lifting up stuff. And I'm saying these people are abusing this thing with wheelchairs, they clearly are, because what they do is that when they use the wheelchair, your whole family, whoever is traveling with you, gets to go with you. Eh? So they would go up to the front of the line. They would be, they, um, that, that's when they board in. They would also be, uh, well, they're allowed to board first. We spoke about this weeks ago, and the yeah. lines at airports across the world are getting longer with the wheelchairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we said people are abusing it. Yeah, they clearly are. When they return to Trinidad now, they, they are wheeled up to the head of immigration. You understand? It's, it's an abuse, and you could have seen it up. Yeah. So what is Caribbean Airlines going to do about it now? We 
we all went. You're gonna see it growing. Yeah, Okay, you guys are back, right? It's a sensitive. It's a sensitive issue because you don't want to accuse someone who's actually has a legitimate disability. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to embarrass somebody, but I mean clearly. They have to make these checks because I think, if I'm not mistaken, you have to apply for that before you get to the airport. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, yes. But some people actually do when they get to the counter. Mm-hmm. And the counter people, in some instances, are not equipped or, 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 or qualified to make the determination. So they, they just say yes. Yep. And, peop- and they know that them and their f- accompanying family are fast-tracked in the process. Yes. And that's where the abuse takes place. And then you, you, because I have seen people get up over the wheelchair and walk normal, normal to the car after. Mm-hmm. I've seen that myself. Yeah. And I said, what? But you was just in a wheelchair. And I guess it may be a presumption that a person may not have had some ill feeling or something going into the flight because that could be it. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. yeah. You could feel ill upon reaching the airport and want a chair. Mm-hmm. And, but all of a sudden, you're better when the, when the flight land. Yeah. Because, because they get off the flight first, mm-hmm. and they got on the flight first, and the accompanying family members, they get their baggage first in many mm-hmm. instances. They get yeah. fast track in and out of customs and excise. Yes. And it's a whole scene. Yes. <laughs> and it's wrong. It is. People are abusing it. I saw it at JFK. I saw it at Miami International. I saw it at Pearson's. Mm-hmm. I mean, but what is this going on here? I about 12 wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's, bad. it's really, really bad. I'm not getting news here that a flight attendant was just murdered. What? Yeah. Friend yeah. shot and alive and the car was stolen. A carjacking? Probably. Don't worry. Let's know how they'll catch the guys. Hmm. I have faith. Hmm. I hope so. I'm just getting a report on a news feed that documents reveal that on June 11th, 2021, re- referring to the Usain Bolt situation, mm. there was an internal cash transfer of US $50,749.19 or approximately 9 million Jamaican dollars for Usain Bolt's Welgen account to an account of an ex-member of his team. The transfer reportedly authorized via or purported authorized via email, which bore the name of an ex-Bolt team member. So it, 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 it thickens. Forensic yeah, it's checks are underway. It's an internal um, thing, apparently. Apparently somebody very close to him who, who, who do all the mischief. Between 2012 and 2018, approximately 90% of Bolt's US $6 million, which was put into the account, was taken out following emails purportedly authorizing the withdrawal of the funds. Between 2019 and 2022, about $900,000 was, was placed into the account, then withdrawn. Wow, what fun. Hmm. Wow. Big money yeah. has big teams. Well, it's demand retirement money, so. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's disgusting, it's unfortunate, because he worked his tail off for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Over, over, over what, 15 years are running, 20 years are yeah, running? Yeah, as a child. Yeah. And at the highest level of the sport, so that you retire and you think you're comfortable, you have a wealth management company managing your affairs, you see. You can't even say go to, to the big ones because the big ones is involved in all kind of drama, too. Sign mm. your own checks. So you don't know who is who. I, I, hope, he, I hope he gets back his money. It's quite unfortunate. I hope so. Because that is a whole scene by itself. Yeah. 
I don't know that he could, no? I, I don't know. That I feel to take a week off after the interview just now. <laughs> Go ahead, Paul. I'll write it in it. Go ahead. Cool. Go ahead. I listen. I listen. You notice I stayed quiet for most of the interview, but I'm hearing and I'm saying, what are you hearing here, boy? Yeah. So I had to jump in. A lot, a lot of voluntary fans, all I have to say. Mm. And the person from UK could misinterpret and send back that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you could that's... misinterpret that and send it back too. Yeah. A lot of, so you have fifty dollars voluntary, and then the two hundred processing extra voluntary, and then the twelve dollar um statutory requirement. What is the voluntary boy? Threats. <laughs> well, you see, the term voluntary fund mm. it opens a wide possibility. Possibility, UK listener. Unless regulated efficiently and effectively. Mm. Because it's not under statute, you understand? It's voluntary. So I could volunteer Steve $50 now, you know. Steve, mm -hmm. have no authority to come at me for that and ask me why I do that, you know. Mm -hmm. You know that, right? But no? Mm -hmm. yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're no. not. No, no, Mr. Rahama, I'm also, <clears throat> also careful to say. I could, Steve, what do you do with that money? Mm. Legally, right? If I volunteer Wendell two hundred dollars, and that's my problem with that, and I understand that's why Mr. Hammond is probably trying to get the fees, the official fees raised. You understand? Mm -hmm. To cover all these, but in the meantime, I always have a question mark over voluntary disbursement of money because I don't know that there are any legal provisions to regulate that. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, Father. Well, in one instance, he was saying that that the, the parliament couldn't summon them, the pharmacy board, on, on, a, on a The GF. parliament can't summon nobody. Yeah, because that... state state board people, they'll be asked to come and they don't come. Yeah. Let me start with that. Yeah. So he was saying it was against the law for the pharmacy board to appear before GS. That is, and I, dis, and I debunked that because they can and you can voluntarily appear or not. Yeah. What I would have to check, and I asked him if the inquiry stated an inquiry into the pharmacy board operation as a as a private regulatory entity may be questionable, because then the parliament may not have remit over something that is not state funded or administered. You understand? And yeah, that I don't know because I don't know the official title of the inquiry. Yeah, because it, what but what they do affects the public in a large way. But if it's a private entity, the parliament can. Tell Wendell Stevens Enterprises to come before the parliament. Mm. You understand? Yeah. Because it's a private entity or an NGO that may not be funded by the state. And that's where the, dif the difference may lie. But I need to see the title of the inquiry to see if it's applicable. And I haven't, so I can't come. You understand? But I can't imagine the parliament doing something without proper legal. That has not been my experience. Yeah. I can't see that. Okay. Happening. Right. Because when we come up with those titles, it is vetted by the secretariat attached to the, to the GSC. Yeah. Eight o'clock. Where's Mrs. Bob? Right here. Been here. Since quarter to eight. Been short, here. Short man, short man lover. Been here. Short man lover. Mr. Lover, lover. Still waiting. Lover, lover. It's eight o'clock. We're still in yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, both here, gentlemen. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.